Welcome to the Assistive Technology Hot Corner, your one-stop shop for everything assistive technology. Sit back and join us for some friendly banter, news and notes of interest, and of course, assistive technology tips and tricks. Now, here are your hosts, Mike Moat and Israel Cazares. I want to welcome everyone to the October edition of our AC support group meeting. Our AT support group meeting happens each third Thursday of the month. And this one happens to be October the 20th, a little later in the month. We had an early one last year, or last month rather, and we're glad you're here tonight as we are. It is our one-year anniversary for recording these So we've got 12 of these and several other little episodes that we call Hot Corner Highlights. We're glad you're here. If you're live, if you're joining us on the podcast, on your favorite podcast app, we say welcome to you as well. Whenever you may be listening to this, it may be January where you are, but we hope you're happy and we hope that you've had a good week so far. My name is Mike Moat. I am joined by Ryan Harvey and Israel because that is Roger and I got Allen. Promoted. Yes, you did uh, this week. Uh, Roger Allen is not with us tonight. He is uh, having uh, a gathering with some family and friends, so uh, has a special occasion for that. So we're excited for him, and he, we hope to have him back next month. But Israel, it's great to have you. And, of course, my co-host has been doing this with me for about two years now. And uh, so good evening to you, sir. Hey, good evening, Mike, and good evening, everyone. Once again, we are extremely excited that you're here with us uh, tonight. Uh, As Mike said, it's been a year since we started recording these back in October of 2021. And uh, we've come full circle circle in a lot of ways. Uh, We've seen our audience come and grow and, and gotten some strong feedback and positive feedback along the way. So we are definitely glad that you are all here and i'll just go ahead and extend my thank yous to mike moat as well Uh, i've been doing this with him for two years now and um ryan harvey and roger uh allen as well Uh, those guys are the ones behind the scenes making us sound good uh ryan does our website and our podcast uh making sure that uh you all have access to our shows in a way that's more preferable and accessible to you, because that's what we're all about. We're all about accessibility. We are all about getting the word out about accessibility in as many ways as possible. We know that people consume programs and uh, they consume information in many different ways. So we're going to try to get that in, in as many forms as we can. So very, very excited that you all are here. Uh, and very excited to get into some of the topics that we will be covering. So with that, Mr. Mo. So we are broadcasting or podcasting this from the Tracy's Little Red Schoolhouse on IFB's campus this evening. Um, This is a place that just celebrated 10 years in existence this week. Uh, That's not necessarily the reason why we're uh, celebrating it here, but or actually trying uh, to podcast here, just the place that I had to land for the evening because of uh, the work that we are doing this week. Uh, uh, I'm actually here in the home office for the first time in over a year and certainly have enjoyed visiting here. So the audio sounds a little different because we're mobile tonight. 
not in the home friendly confines of my studio where I normally uh, do these things. So if it sounds a little different than what you hear in previous months or even in the future, uh, that's the reason for it. So, but technology still allows us uh, the ability to do these things. And we thank you for joining and hopefully it won't uh, sound too bad. And I'm sure Ryan, when you record it, it'll make it sound even better because he's got magical skills much like Roger does. Okay. On to what we're going to talk about tonight. And if you're the, for the first time, if you're here for the first time, or if you're listening to us for the first time, again, these happen live on the third Thursday of each month from seven until eight Eastern time, six to seven central, five to six mountain, four to five Pacific. Uh, we do them live on a Zoom call, uh, which is what we're on now. Uh, but if you're listening on a podcast catcher, then you can listen to it anytime through your favorite podcast app, such as the little box, which I happen to have several around, so I won't say the name, but it starts with A and ends with L-E-X-A. Uh, also, Apple, um, Spotify, wherever you want to listen to your podcast, you can listen to us. All you have to do is say uh, or search for Assistive Technology Hot Corner. That's Assistive Technology Hot Corner, and it will play the latest episode. You can listen to our previous episodes that go back about a year. Uh, there's several extras as well. We call those Hot Corner Highlights. You can also uh, join us and send emails, send us uh, correspondence. We have emails for everybody, Ryan, Roger, Israel, myself, Ryan. I'm going to ask you to please tell the folks how they can reach out to us. Thank you, Mike. As, as Mike just said, you can reach out to us via the contact us page on our website. If the first name dot last name naming convention is a little tough for you to remember each one of our addresses, we have uh, added some email obfuscation tools so that spam bots will not be able to reach us via that uh, system. But if you go to athotcorner.com forward slash contact, you will A, find a form, a Google form that Israel put together. Thank you, sir. Where you can uh, sign up to receive an email about our next live Zoom meeting. So if you're listening via podcast and you want to know more about when we are on the Zoom for the assistive technology support group sign in with Google and put in your information and we will get you on the group list down below that. There is information about who we are and how to contact us, our email addresses. And you can also send us a voice message using our Google voice hotline area code two, six, two, three, four, five, Two zero four seven area code two six two three four five two zero four seven. Thank you, Israel, for setting that up for us as well. Mike. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate that. And uh, I should give a little kudos to uh, the teacher here at the Little Red Schoolhouse, uh, Kim Flanagan, who is so gracious to allow us to one host from here, and number two, stay late so that we can host from here. Uh, that's even better. Uh, so I appreciate all of that. A lot of folks help us when we ask them to, and it's nice for some folks here at IFB who uh, don't normally stay later and 
do a little extra, uh, is able to do that. We appreciate that. All right. Uh, one of the things uh, we do is we, uh, and we won't do as much of this tonight, to be quite honest with you, but we do go over some news and notes. Uh, and we'll normally have a little discussion about something that might help you um, use your assistive technology better. And we will do some of that tonight, but a lot of it will be open forum this evening as we delve into your questions. And we will always have an opportunity to field your questions about anything you want to ask as it relates to assistive technology. It can be about any device, any program, any issue you're having with whatever it is you're using. So we will do that a little later on. Uh, One of the things that I wanted to address tonight is what this month represents. Uh, Israel and I and Ryan and a lot of us who are on this call work uh, for a living, and we're fortunate to have jobs. Uh, And this month happens to be National Disability Employment Awareness Month. It is an uh, annual celebration every year uh, where we take a moment to recognize the struggles and the successes of those who are blind or visually impaired in the workplace. Statistically, uh, we have around 70% of blind and low vision uh, people who do not work. Um, A lot of folks say that it's because they can't find work. And I think that is true to a a certain extent. Uh, There's a lot of determining factors, but that number needs to change. So I thought I would spend a couple of minutes on this topic tonight. And we did something last year that I thought went really, really well. And that was the prayer how you can prepare to interview uh, a lady, Jennifer, uh, help me with her last name, Israel. Jennifer Wenzel. Wenzel, Wenzel, who works at Beyond Vision, where Israel works, uh, did a wonderful presentation on the do's and don'ts in your job interview. Uh, Tonight, I thought I would take it in a different direction and talk a few moments about do's and don'ts when it comes to your assistive technology. After all, That's why we're here. This is the platform and this is the meeting. I feel as though I can be as real with you about this subject as anything that I can discuss because I've lived this battle. I've fought this battle. I've won some and I've lost some. Israel has too. Many of you have as well. Uh, And I know you have. Faith, I know you have. I know some people who are on this call. There's a lot of people who have won their battles and some they've lost. But I think some of the do's and don'ts are simple, and I'm just going to mention them here, and I don't have a set number. Uh, I just know of of a few, and I will share the ones that I feel like are the most important. First and foremost, if you're working for an agency like the ones that I I work for and and others here in the meeting, they do have an understanding about assistive technology, but you still have a role as an employee to educate yourself as much as you can. You also have a role to help in the education of those around you, especially when it comes to new people. We can talk all we want to about fairness and 
you know, being uh, considered and it's fair and all of that sort of stuff. Uh, reality is one thing. What should happen is another thing. But we can help our cause if we advocate for ourselves and educate ourselves. And I want to speak a little more about the education part as it relates to how to prepare to be successful once you have a job. And I think it's really important that you know how to use your assistive technology. Don't expect to learn it when you get a job. That's not part of your job training. Your assistive technology is part of what you bring to the table to help you get your job done. If you try to do both at the same time, it's going to be very difficult for you because you're having to learn two things instead of one. And you're having to spend twice as much time. You're going to turn an eight-hour day into a 12 to 16 to 18-hour day. And you will have those in consecutive days, and it will absolutely wear you out. And that is not a place you want to be when you're trying to make a great impression on somebody. When you are in the commercial working environment, this is all too real and all too important. Your technology is your ally. It is your friend. It is your survival. And it will determine in large part whether you are successful or not in performing your job duties. It's that simple. So if that's the case, it is on you, the users, to make sure that you're able to utilize your assistive technology to your advantage, because that's what it's for. Uh, I oftentimes compare the use of assistive technologies, and that's pro a plural for a reason, because I think we all can use every skill we can possibly use. I utilize all kinds of things to do my job. I use a screen reader. I use a computer. I use a Braille display. I use an iPhone. I use whatever means necessary to get my work done simply because I have to. And it makes me more efficient doing what I can do. And I need it for that reason. And so I utilize all of those skills. So you say, well, how you may be somebody listening to this podcast and saying, oh, this sounds great, wonderful. How do I do it? How do I get this information? How do I learn how to use my assistive technology? How do I learn what JAWS does if I'm blind? There's so many free training opportunities available now with JAWS. It's not even funny. You can go to Freedom Scientific and download free webinars, free training bundles of all shapes and sizes about JAWS, using JAWS with different programs. Uh, they had a webinar just today about utilizing Zoom. Well, if you're in the workplace, Zoom is going to be one of your meeting platforms along with Teams. Know something about these things. Know what the company you're going to work for prefers and get your skills ready before you get there. They will use a variation of all of it. And you need to know what it is that you need to do. JAWS gives you the keys. You've got to start the engine and make it happen for yourself. 
utilize that program to your advantage. Get as much as you can out of it. You can let it empower you to do your job, or you can let it engulf you in terms of there's so much information. And it takes a long time to learn everything there is to know about JAWS. But it also helps you do your job. And there are so many people that could probably speak to this as an example of how better their life is because they know how to use their stuff. But I'm just saying, if you're going to be successful in today's working environment, you need to be able to put all of that to good use. And so if I had a challenge for you tonight, as we celebrate National Disability Employment Awareness Month, I would say if you're looking for a job and you need your assistive technology skills brushed up, do your part. Find a way to get training at a local training facility. Call your rehabilitation counselor. Stay in their ear. Do not let them rest on it. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. But do your part and do your due diligence and find this information. You can buy yourself a one-year subscription to JAWS for less than $100. And it's worth every dime because that empowers you with all the training materials that they have. Everything is included. And the the program functions just like a fully uh, licensed professional version of JAWS. Uh, Same thing goes for ZoomText. Same thing goes for Fusion. Same thing goes for iPads. Whatever you're using to get your job done, make sure you know it. Make sure you know as much about it as you can before you get started. That way, you'll be successful when you work. Not if, but when. And I wish all of you who are looking for a job or maybe a better job the best. But don't forget the assistive technology component because it is one of the most important components you can have in terms of a successful uh, job experience. With that, I will stop for a moment because I want to switch to something else I wanted to cover tonight because we talked last month in depth about iOS 16 came out. We've had a couple of releases since then. And Ryan Harvey, who is one of our folks who works on the team here, has uh, some information that might be very helpful with respect to the notifications. And I want to get Ryan to bring that to us tonight as well, uh, because I am struggling with this, and I'm looking forward to hearing what he found and how you might be able to make this a little better. So, Ryan, if you're prepared and if you're ready to go, take it away. Thank you, Mike. And incidentally, I'm prepared, but I'm not prepared. What I'm about to say, and I'll just preface this right now by saying that it is not ready for prime time. I was noticing in iOS 16 that you had to clear notifications twice to get them to clear. And this happened every time. Uh, I searched online and found Wired Magazine's article wherein it was detailed how you can switch the view because, and this is the backstory, iOS 15 always had the notifications where they would fill 
the display. So this may be more useful to those of you using magnifiers versus voiceover. But in iOS 15, the notifications would fill the entirety of your screen on the lock screen. iOS 16, the design has changed where it prioritizes the wallpaper on the lock screen, which made the notifications just, they they switched them to where they're stacked at the bottom of the display so that you can look at your beautiful screen, you know, lock screen wallpaper. Well, that's not going to help us any. So I was looking for a way to possibly get those to clear. And I found a little bit of a workaround. Not perfect. I think it leaves a lot to be desired. But it is there. And it works when it wants to. What you can do is go into your settings. And I'm just going to put my iPhone up close enough for the mic. Hopefully you can hear. And go to the notifications, of course, swiping right. I can actually slow that down just a bit for some of you. There we go. Airplane mode, Wi-Fi, cellular, personal hotspot, VPN, notifications, And there we go. Display ads, heading. Right at the top, there's something new that they just came out with. Display as. And then if you swipe right, you hear count, stack, and list. The default view in iOS 16 is stack, where they're stacked at the bottom of the screen. The older way in which they were displayed was in list view. So if you select list, I already got it selected, but that's what you're going to hear when you swipe right and left uh, on your settings. Um, and you switch it to list and you double tap on list, which of course mine's already selected and I'll just select it. List. double tap again. So you'll hear what it says. And it does work to an extent and I'll demonstrate because I have a message that came in as we were recording this and I'm just going to swipe down to the, uh, well, actually, no, let me get on the lock screen. There we go. And then I'm going to unlock it, sort of. And to get on the lock screen and, and see those notifications that just came in. Well, apparently they disappeared. So I got to. Okay. That's Walmart saying thanks for tipping. Okay. I want to clear that. And you'll notice it's going to be still there. Messages. Nine minutes ago, 61,746. Thanks for recognizing your car and leaving a bill. Review your Walmart order. HTTPS on more. Dismiss. And it doesn't do what I wanted it to do. So let's see what we do with the Walmart because it's basically sending me duplicates here. Walmart, clear. And I cleared both of them. Sometimes it will clear by default. I'm still working on this. It's it's a thank you for locking up on me, Dadgummit. Um, it is a work in progress, but and I'll show you how this is going to pan out. 
And they're gone. So imperfect as it is, and you you just heard it's not ready for prime time. But and and I've worked on this, I've tested this extensively, hoping that I could get it to be presentable by this the time we recorded this broadcast, which as you can see, it's it's not. But they did clear it took them some time. Sometimes two seconds, sometimes five seconds. I remember doing it this afternoon and I had a Teams notification and I had uh, some other ones and it took a, one of them two seconds to clear out when I hit the clear and the other one five seconds. It's very arbitrary in the way that it does things, but it does work uh, to an extent. I hope that they continue to develop this because it's it's on the right track. It's just not ready for prime time. And I can see this being an issue for not just us who use voiceover, but also for sighted people who, you know, may not want to just look at the lock screen, may want to see something with practical utility to them and to their lives, like uh, the notifications rather than the, the pretty lock screen wallpaper. Anyway, end of rant. I'm going to turn this back over to Mike Moat. And thank you all for listening. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate that. Um, Israel, I, I know you and I both have talked about this a little bit, and I want to ask you if you want to expound a little bit more. I know the iOS 16, I guess the lot of good stuff it brought out for us, but we've had quite a few bugs and some things that don't necessarily work the way we want to. And I know you do some beta testing on some of the upcoming releases coming out. Are you seeing any relief in sight for us? You know, I have noticed that uh, some of the audio issues that were originally reported with with iOS 16 are clearing up. Uh, There was seeming to be a lot of popping and clicking, especially with Siri. Uh, Siri had an odd little bug that when you would say go to call somebody, it would say, for example, calling Mike Moat. And it would sound like it had said Moat, but it would cut off the T-E in Mike Moat. It wouldn't actually say it. Um, they seem to have fixed that. iOS 16.1 will be releasing on Monday, along with uh, the new Mac OS that will release on Monday as well. Uh, so look forward to those releases coming out soon. Um, there was some more Apple news uh, for you guys this, this afternoon or this week, actually. Apple released the new iPads. The new cheaper iPads are available. Uh, they started at $329, $329. Some iPad Pros are available as well, both the 11 and 12.9 inch uh, iPad Pros. A very nominal update as far as uh, uh, additional features, no redesign, no major redesign. Uh, so they've used the same form factor that they have, they've had for the last couple of years. Um, and that's just, it's, it's been pretty steady with, with Apple in terms of those releases, but look forward to the software, uh, coming out here pretty soon on Monday. Um, and I wanted to breeze through that rather quickly. Um, and I wanted to, uh, get obviously to you guys' comments and questions and whatnot, but before we, we get there, I wanted to go back to what Mike Moat was talking about earlier. Uh, about National uh, Disability Employment Awareness Month, which is the month of October, kind of what inspired us to get this show started in the first place, uh, the podcast. 
because we wanted to get our information out there to as many people as we can, as I was mentioning earlier. Uh, Mike had already been doing this Zoom with his team at IFB, and he was gracious enough to just let me jump on one day. And I said, well, Mike, I guess I'm going to be your co-host. And he just let me leap right on in, and I appreciate that. And one thing that's really important, and I wanted to mention this tonight, and I want to make sure that this is on the podcast so that uh, folks can really take this to heart. Mike gave you guys some really good practical advice about your technology. The advice that I'll give you tonight, guys, is find yourself a mentor. The importance of mentorship, my God, the value in mentorship, the value in relying on the community. Sometimes not just among the blind community, but there seems to be very almost cutthroat competition. Like, I don't want to share this advice with you guys, or I don't want to give you guys these tips because I have to protect my job. And (laughs) to a larger extent, blindness or blind people aren't the only ones that suffer from this malady, if you will. Uh, It seems to be an issue with people at large, people in general, you know, they got to protect my turf. I don't want, you know, anybody to come in and be the accessibility coordinator at my company. But by golly, I have been in and so fortunate that I've been um, blessed with the opportunity to meet great people and learn from great people. Um, I'm not just saying that because he's on the call, but Mike has been a mentor to me for the last past two years, two years plus. And I've learned so much from him as a professional um, and just watching the way he goes about his business. And that's improved my skills. That's helped him uh, sharpen my own uh, skills to to what I want to bring to to my organization. So the importance of mentorship is is so key, so crucial. Uh, if you're sitting out there, especially this message, I guess, goes out to students. If you're a student and you somehow stumbled, stumbled on this podcast and you're in high school and you're trying to figure out what you're going to do, you know, after after school, what's next? What's next? College? Uh, there's nothing wrong with learning a vocation, nothing wrong with learning a trade. If you're a musician, if you're an artist, if you're a radio host, podcaster, there's nothing wrong with trying to make it uh, in those trades. But find yourself a mentor in that space that you're trying to occupy. Uh, Because, and believe me, I know that I can speak to Mike or for Mike on this regard, because, you know, he's been a mentor to me and we often tell each other, hey, if you need anything, call me. Uh, you know, that's what we're here for. And if you're wanting to get in the space, guys, this is why we put out this information. Um, the the That 70% and some people have it as high as 76% unemployment rate is ridiculous. It's ridiculous that it's 2022 and it's that high. Um if, if you need help with technology, that's what we're here for. There are people out there that do some amazing things. In fact, just kind of reviewing my, my memory bank with some of our older episodes, we had people come on here and talk to us about cooking. Miss Miss Kim talked to us about cooking in November. We had an excellent meeting that, that last year for Thanksgiving. We had some holiday tips. Um people that that do amazing things with their talents that they have and we all put this information out there to make it accessible for the community 
Uh, it's, it's, it's very important. Uh, I cannot overemphasize the importance of community and the importance of mentorship. So I am going to get off my soapbox. I have had a blast doing this for the last year. Um, and I know that, uh, <laughs> we, we will continue to bring more information to you guys in the years to come and in and, and the months to come. Uh, but I'm, I'm very excited that you guys have all joined us for the ride. And, um, with that, I'm going to go ahead and close my comments and let my, uh, take us through the end of our, the recorded portion. And I'll just mention that we, when we conclude the recorded portion, we will open up the floor for anyone to come in and talk and, and talk to us about any tech related issue or employment related issue. Since this is national, uh, NDM national disability employment awareness month. If you have questions about employment that we can help you with, go ahead and put them out there. We will take those and we will not record those questions so that anybody, so that anybody can feel welcome on this open forum. Uh, we only record us. So if we look like fools, it's only us looking like fools, not you guys. Uh, and I think we've developed a thick, thick skin to deal with, <laughs> to, re to deal with any criticism. It's fine. Um, so once again, thanks, Ryan. Uh, Mr. Harvey, thanks, Roger Allen, for their mentorship and their, their talents and skills that they bring to the table. And of course, my friend, uh, Mike Moat, thank you, sir, for your mentorship. Sure. Glad to. Um, before we uh, do end a recording session, I do want to thank everyone for listening. I would be remiss if I did not mention the JAWS update that came out today for 2022. There's also a new JAWS uh, beta release for version 2023. That's beta three. Uh, that'll tell you two things. One, that we're getting close to the end of the beta cycle and we're about to release JAWS 2023 the public version for the first build of the new uh, version of JAWS 2023. And number two, if you don't have a license for 2023, now's the time to purchase that in the SMA if that's the way you do it for your uh, professional licenses uh, because it will cost you more once they drop the software. Make sure you do that uh, and contact them and get the, the savings because if you don't, uh, you'll miss out. Uh, and it's gonna, it's probably going to happen in either late October or early November when we'll see that uh, first release. But you can also download the public beta and utilize that if you want to uh, for free. Uh, if you have a registered license currently, uh, once that beta expires, though, you'll have to have a, a qualifying license to run 2023. All right, let's move uh, forward. And uh, once again, uh, we're going to stop the recording here and ask uh, for your questions and uh, comments. We won't record those, as uh, Israel said. But for those of you listening on the podcast, we want to thank you for being here this week. And we will see you hopefully live next time. That'll be November the 20. No, I'm sorry, November the 17th, I believe it'll be for our next assistive technology uh, hot corner and support group meeting that we'll have live from seven to eight Eastern six to seven central five to six mountain and four to five Pacific. And again, if you want to reach us by email, it's our first name dot our last name at, uh, 
athotcorner.com. Again, our first name dot our last name at athotcorner.com. We'd love to hear from you. And we would, uh, we will certainly be looking for you to reach out to us if you're able, uh, or if you ever need anything, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please send them our way again for our uh, Mike, uh, I'm Mike Mote on behalf of Ryan Harvey, Israel's Cazares, and of course, Roger Allen. We thank you for listening and we will see you next week. For more great content, please like, subscribe, and share. Visit us online at athotcorner.com and download our show to your smartphone or computer wherever you get your podcasts. Have a comment or question about the show? Call or text us at 262-345-2047. You can also email each of our hosts directly using the Contact Us page on our website. Once again, that's athotcorner.com, A-T-H-O-T-C-O-R-N-E-R.com. Thank you for listening and join us next time in the Assistive Technology Hot Corner.